Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the podcast. And I recently recently received a couple questions that were, I thought, podcast-worthy, taken together. One question was from a, a male reader who had a relationship question. He's not really sure what to do in a certain situation and was just wanting to throw out some ideas. So I offered those ideas, and I'll share them with other listeners here. And the second email that I received was from a girl, actually, very nice girl, uh, just getting out of college and trying to find her place in the world. And she had a question also about relationships. And, you know, I don't normally give relationship advice simply because that's really not what my focus is or what I like to do or what, what my interests are. But there are times when you can use these types of questions as an opportunity to make a wider point about some other moral issue, if we can say it in those terms. So I um, I decided to make these the subject of this podcast, and I think these two questions will be of general interest to readers anyway. So let's dive in. And let's see what we can find. This first email is from a, a guy, early 20s. And I'm not going to get into the details of what country he's from or the specifics of what he does, but this is the basic scenario. He's in his early 20s. He's in a relationship with a girl that, to put it mildly, has had some issues then and now. She's suffering from depression and melancholia. She's starting to put on weight. She's showing real tendencies of being very needy and very controlling. And what do I mean by that? Well, this guy, from what I'm hearing from him, he's kind of a hyperachiever type of dude, very successful in school. He's got a good job. He's got some other activities going on, some side interests that he pursues, all of which are very good, very positive, very commendable types of activities. But he's roped into this relationship with someone who, to put it mildly, is not supportive. Not only is she not supportive, but she's actively trying to hold him back from achieving his potential. And what do I mean by that? Well, what I mean is, basically, she's so, she's showing signs of being extremely needy. Whenever he will try to go out to his work events, she'll complain to him about, hey, you're abandoning me and you're putting work ahead of me. And most unexcusably, whenever he tries to go to the gym, or sometimes when he tries to go to the gym, she will try to hold him back from going to the gym. She'll basically tell him, say, look, you know, every time you start to look good, I'm starting to feel self-conscious about myself. In other words, she's um, not liking the fact that he's getting himself in shape because that calls attention to her lack of initiative in keeping her own self in shape. And he doesn't like this situation. He feels like he's being smothered. He feels like he's being manipulated. He feels like uh, this is just not what I signed up for. And so he asked me my opinion on what I should do. And, you know, one of the primary adages of relationship advice is people will say, oh, never really give a 
specific direct answer. Uh, I don't know if I really believe that. I think I think there are certain times when you should not pry too much into people's affairs. But this was one of those situations where I, I had to let loose and tell him what I really thought. Because frankly, reading this email really made my blood boil. It really pissed me off that somebody would be that pathetic and that manipulative and that frankly that destructive and, and, and malicious that would try to hold someone back and prevent them from achieving their potential. And I told this guy, I said, look, I said, if you want my opinion, I think you should dump this person immediately. Get rid of her immediately. Now, I explained myself to him. I didn't just say it that and leave it at that. I said, look, I'm all about being understanding if someone has uh, issues, if someone has issues going on and they've, they're trying to cope with them. Because and, and, everybody has issues. Either you have issues or you're going to have issues or you had them at one point. Everyone is going to have problems, okay? Nobody gets through this life with no problems. And it's actually a commendable thing to try to support somebody, you know, someone who is your significant other, your wife, your girlfriend, and to, to do that. But this is not that. This is different. If someone is trying and if someone is supportive of the other party, then I could see that. But this is someone, this is not that situation. This is someone who is actively trying to prevent this guy from being good, from, from, from achieving. And that's not what a loving person does. A loving person does not try to hold you back or tell you not to, not to do good things because it makes me feel look, it makes me feel bad. What the hell is that? It's pathetic. And the more I thought about it, the more pissed off I got. So I, I wrote a, an email that was very, very pointed. And I said, you need to get rid of this person immediately because it's only going to get worse. And her problems don't just end there. They are extensive. They're deep-seated. And there's a point at which you have to realize that, look, I can't do anything for this person. If someone is that far gone where they're begrudging you your health, your welfare, your future, then that is not a relationship. That is not a relationship. That is a parasite. That is a toxic person. And for your own sake, you need to cut the ties, get rid of the person, move on. And it's a hard, sometimes it's a hard thing for somebody in their early 20s to hear, you know, and maybe one of the reasons why I was so enraged, maybe not enraged, maybe it's too strong of a word, but maybe I, I was so um, irked by this, uh, this email, this situation, because it reminded me of situations, I mean, I wasn't in, I've never done anything like that, but in that situation, but it reminded me of situations that I had been in my life where I spent too much time um, in, involved in interactions or friendships or associations with people that basically, um, were not what I would call uh, productive individuals. They were takers rather than givers. Okay, There's a certain type of person out there who's a taker. And some people are givers, some people are neutral, and some people are just takers. They take and they take and they take and they give nothing back. They give nothing back. And I'm not talking about phys physical things. I'm talking about emotional support and all those other 
gifts that that someone can give to somebody else. And you know, you get to a point in your life where you realize that you know, I would rather be alone than have to deal with this type of manipulative bullshit. And I hope that this guy learns that lesson. Uh, I sent off the email. I never heard anything back from him, so maybe he uh, was, uh, maybe he was not uh, liking. <laughs> maybe he didn't like the answer that he got. But hey, you know what? That's the way it is. That's life. Sometimes you have to just put it all out there, and you got to tell the truth. So that was, that was email number one. That was the first question that I, I answered. Let's go on to email number two. And this was a very nice email I got from a young girl. Again, uh, uh, I'm not going to get into the details of where she's from and all that sort of thing, but about the same age, just just uh, just getting through college, just about to graduate. And her question to me was this: basically, she said, and it was she was very sincere, and she was like, "Look, you know, I'm uh, I know this is going to sound arrogant, but I'm a very kind of high achieving person in in my school." Um, but I just and I, I want to be in a relationship. I want to have a boyfriend. I want to settle down. I want to have a uh, you know. I, I want to settle down. I want to have a family. But I'm just feeling like the guys that I see that I interact with on a day to day basis, they just do not really pique my interest. They do not. They do not really uh, seem to be mature enough or stable enough or want to be serious enough to um, for me to be with them for, for the long term. And basically, she was just kind of trying to communicate that, you know, I feel, you know, again, a lot of, a lot of the young, young people with the, these emails, it's, it's, sort of the, it's always the sort of generalized malaise. I've used that phrase in the, in the past, generalized malaise. They just feel kind of down. And they feel down for various reasons. And essentially, she's feeling isolated and alone. And like, man, I, am I ever going to find anybody? Is it ever going to work out for me? What the hell's going on? Why does life suck? You know, just sort of the generalized malaise. And, you know, in so many words, in a, in a, a various, uh, in, a, in a string of emails back and forth, I said, look, I said, you know as well as I do that if you are, uh, a, a normal, reasonably-looking person, girl. You, if you really wanted to get married, you could get married very, very quickly. Okay. Now, you may not like the prospects. You may think that uh, the prospects that are out there are not to your liking, and that's fine. No one is saying you have to like this or that or the other thing. Everybody's it's free, free. It's a free universe. You can do what you want. But don't say that it's impossible for you to get married. Everybody can get married. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. Getting married is not the hard thing. Uh, getting out of a bad situation, that's the hard thing. <laughs> but, you know, I told her, I said, look, I said, um, you could, the source of your angst is not what you think it is. Because again, I've said this before, when you're reading emails from people when you're being talked to by people you have to read between the lines you have to understand that very often very often what they say is the problem is not really the actual problem usually there's some other subtext behind it and i told her that i think the real source of your angst is not the fact that you can't find a boyfriend or you can't find a husband 
I think the real source of your angst is that you don't like the consequences of the decision that you've made right now. You don't like the consequences of what you're doing. You've decided that you don't want to associate with a dork. You don't you don't want to associate with people that you think are not that are on your level. You don't want to rope yourself into a relationship or a marriage that's going to burden you. And that's fine. That's fine. It's a free universe. You can do what you want. That's fine. But what I'm saying is don't uh, don't turn that into some sort of the universe is against me and everyone's preventing me from achieving my happiness. It's your responsibility to find your own happiness. Nobody in this world can find it for you. I can't find it for you. Uncle Ernie in Montana can't find it for you. Uncle uh, 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 Vinny Chicarillo in, in Naples can't find it for you. Okay, nobody can. No one's going to be able to find it for you. You you are responsible for your own happiness. And if you've decided right now in your life that you want to wait, that all your other girlfriends have boyfriends and you're alone, you know the usual kind of situation where you feel left out sometimes that's a price you pay welcome to the universe welcome to the world of the real as morpheus said welcome to the world of the real sometimes you have to pay the consequences for the decisions that you make and it may be the right uh, consequences you know if you don't feel like the human material where you're living is to your liking, then you know what? You've got two choices. You either suck it up and you deal with it, or you move, or you take trips, or you do things to expand your horizons. And it's as simple as that. you know. But don't uh, be mad at the universe for the decisions that you make. If you feel shitty, if you feel bad, if you feel down uh, because you don't have anybody right now with you, then accept it and move on. You're only in your twenties. That's early twenties. It's nothing. You can. You've got, you know, five lives to live. You could. You could. You could screw your life up royally in your early twenties and still recover and not have any problems. So, that's the way I think that that uh, I wanted to answer that question is, don't don't make your problems and your decisions the world's problems. You know, if you wanted to get married, you could very easily do it. It's the easiest thing in the world to do it. So the problem is not getting married or not getting married. The problem is you are upset because you want to have your cake and you want to eat it too. You want everything. And that's fine. That's not a, not a criticism. Not a criticism. It's just an observation. Everybody wants whatever they can get. I understand that. But sometimes in life, it's all about trade-offs. Trade-offs. You make one decision, you deal with certain consequences. You make another decision, you deal with other consequences. Trade-offs. It's called trade-offs. Welcome to the world of trade-offs. There are solutions, but more importantly, there are trade-offs. And that's really what you have to learn to accept. And a lot of people never learn to accept that. They never get it. They're in their early 50s, and they're the type of person walking around. Oh, gee, I can't believe this is happening to me. Uh, uh, you know, what's going to happen? Why, why did this happen? What, what's going to happen? You know, what, 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 why, why did I end up this way? Well, you know, you take them aside and say, listen, the reason why this happened is because you made certain decisions to get to that point. You made certain decisions. 
not the other guy, you. And that is an important lesson. I think it's an important instruction point to realize and to appreciate. So those are the two issues. Those are the two issues that we covered here. So I think we will leave it at that. Again, I like to keep these podcasts brief so I can hit you and move on, hit you and move on. And until next time, we will talk soon. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.